Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian as always. And today we've got an episode for all the vegan athletes, all the vegan gym goers, all the individuals who happen to just want to eat some more plant-based foods. Specifically, we're going to be talking about protein-based plant-based foods. Because here are some here are some of the most common questions I get from either vegan athletes or individuals who just want to eat a more varied diet that includes more plant-based protein. It's things like, what are the best high-protein vegan options? You know, what do I eat uh, for protein as a vegan? You know, what plant-based foods are high in protein? Because it just seems to be like this topic that people still get a bit confused on. And it's a classic case of a diet that is perfectly fine if done correctly, aka the vegan diet. But there is a lot of nutrients that you really got to consider because they do get a bit harder to hit, so to speak, if you do this diet. Okay, so today we're going to share that the truth around vegan diets, how to effectively balance it from a protein perspective and fill that gap, so to speak. Because, you know, protein is one of those nutrients that, as I said, many vegans struggle to hit enough of, but it's still a very important thing that you need to be hitting, especially if you're an active individual. Okay, nonetheless, there is, there is a bunch of options you can choose from. And today I'm going to be sharing five of the best, okay, five of the best vegan protein foods that you can eat on a vegan diet. So without further ado, let's get into it. So this is the list. Okay, we're just going to get straight into it. Okay, this episode is going to be nice, short, and sweet. The first one is tofu. Now, tofu is a food product made from the curds of soybeans. And it is, because it's soy, it is a complete protein source, i.e. it does have all your essential amino acids. Now, it's not going to be as high of a quality protein from a biological, you know, high biological value point of view compared to like animal-based products. But for a plant-based protein, it is a very much a solid choice, okay? Any soy-based thing is a solid choice, tofu being one of the classics. It's an excellent thing. It's very, very easy to create variations of it for different recipes. So it creates more variety in your diet. So it's a solid choice. And what's the protein per 100 grams? Because that's what I'm going to do for today. I'm going to compare each protein food per 100 grams to make it nice and easy across the board. Gives you about eight grams per 100 grams, but it's quite a you know quite a calorie friendly option. So you can eat more of it to, to hit your protein requirements without kind of going over your calories by heaps. So yeah, number one on the list, tofu, very solid option. Number two is tempeh. Okay, I believe I've seen that correctly. <laughs> so this is another soy based pro- protein option, and it's created through the fermentation of soybeans. Now because it's soy again, it is another complete protein food source. And it's quite versatile in the kitchen if you know how to use it. Okay, so it allows you to mix it up a bit so you're not just eating tofu. Now, because of the way tempeh is made, it's very, very, you know, it's very much a high protein option when it comes to your when it comes to your plant-based eating, because per 100 grams, it gives you about 19 grams of protein. So it's higher than tofu, but it's still another solid choice. And remember, it's all about variations and how you kind of play around with it. 
Number three is texturized vegetable protein. It's also been called texturized soy protein and all this sort of stuff. I call it texturized vegetable protein, the TVP, as they say. And this is a another high protein and high fiber soy-based meat substitute. And it's made from soy flour. Now, the way it's made, interestingly, is when soybean oil is extracted and the leftovers are then used to make this powerhouse of a vegan protein. Now, TVP is another super versatile thing you can make, you know, mince kind of mock mince from it you can make you know other things patties all this sort of stuff you can use you can add it to dishes to enhance the protein content it's like adding it to like vegan based stews and soups and stuff like that so it's a very versatile protein and because of the way made this one's really much a powerhouse when it comes to protein content per 100 grams it's got about 50 grams okay so per 100 grams uncooked okay uncooked per 100 grams it's got about 50 grams of protein so it's Pretty, pretty strong. Pretty strong player in the protein game for vegans. Then number four is legumes slash lentils. Now, legumes and lentils are staple foods that are known for their nutrient and qualities, nutrient qualities, as well as their fiber qualities as well. However, another cool thing about beans and lentils is that it contains a nice hit of plant-based protein as well. It's not just a nutrient powerhouse. It's a protein and nutrient powerhouse. Even though technically proteins are nutrient, but I'm talking about micronutrients in the first instance, okay? Micronutrients. Now, this makes legumes and lentils a truly balanced staple in a diet. So it's something that I would like you to consider adding into your diet because it's such a healthy option and it'll still give you a good hit of plant-based protein. Now, while it may not be the most complete protein and it does need to be coupled with other things to make it a complete protein, i.e. you can you know have other grains and stuff like that, it still is a solid choice that gives you both good quality carbs, good quality, you know, reasonable quality protein, and it gives you a bunch of micronutrients. And the per 100 grams varies depending on the legume and the lentil used, but it's about five to nine grams per 100 grams. So it's a nice complementary thing to add into your diet. And then finally, number five, last but not least, we've got corn. Now, not corn as in C-O-R-N, we got corn as in Q-U-O-R-N. Now, I like to call it corn, but I've, I just feel like that is not the way you say it. I believe it's actually supposed to be called corn, but it's just spelled differently. So it's the one that has Q-U-O-R-N. Here in Australia, it's in like a bright orange packet, so you can't miss it. Probably is the same elsewhere as well. But it's the microprotein in it that's really risen in popularity and availability in recent years. Now, microprotein is another new base protein. It's like a mock protein for you know plant-based eating and it's a complete protein from what i've seen in in what i've searched up okay so from what i can see in the evidence it is a considered a complete protein to some instance again it's not going to be the same quality as like a meat-based product but it's still a solid option on a plant-based diet when you're trying to optimize that aspect of it now it's created for the funny enough the fermentation of fungus so don't let that sway you though it doesn't taste funky at all it actually tastes pretty decent i've had it before when i do my you know once a week plant-based eating and that sort of thing. I do use this occasionally and it does have a solid taste and texture when you mix it in with something. So don't let that sway you because it's a a fungus technically. It is still a solid option for vegan slash plant-based diet eating, okay? But you got to take care though because there are corn products that do have egg. So if you're full-on vegan, you want to be careful with that. So double-check the packing. If you're just trying to eat more plant-based, then that's going to be fine, okay? You're not going to have to worry about that. But yeah, Corn, corn, whatever you want to call it, 15 grams of protein per 100 grams. That's solid to me. That's solid. 
and they and they come in different variations. You can get like in pieces, in mince, like mock mince. You can get it into like schnitzels, in sausages and stuff like that as well. So there's a very there's a variety of ways you can eat it as well. So a quick recap, okay? Quick recap. Tofu number one, eight grams per hundred grams. Tempeh, nineteen grams per hundred grams. Texturized vegetable protein, fifty grams per hundred grams. Lentil slash legumes, five to nine grams per one hundred grams. And finally, corn, fifteen grams per one hundred grams. So now you know. Now you know the five best protein food sources for vegans, at least in my opinion. By and by incorporating at least one of these in your diet, you will surely boost your protein gain. So I want you to do that as your homework. Go on. Get one of these in you, start incorporating into your diet more consistently, you'll see the benefits. The key is finding, you know, like when, when it comes to nutrition, people tend to overcomplicate it, but the key really is to find the protein foods you both enjoy and feel confident cooking. So if only one of these you feel confident right now, start with that one and build up from there. Okay, after you do that, it's as simple as finding recipes or swapping out meat and recipes with the above options. Now to end this podcast, I decided I will actually give you some ideas, so to speak, just to kind of guide you in the right direction. So here are some of my favorite ways of incorporating vegan-based or plant-based protein into your diet by swapping out. Okay, so here we go. Here's the little list. You can swap out mince in spaghetti bolognese with corn mince or kidney beans. You can add tofu pieces to stir fries. You can throw in a bunch of lentils and legumes into salads. You can cook a chili con carne with TVP, the texturized vegetable protein. You can also create veggie burgers using texturized vegetable protein. And finally, you can swap out the meat in any kind of recipe with like marinated tofu or tempeh cutlets. That's the kind of way you can kind of incorporate more of these foods in your diet. So now it's your turn to start improving your protein intake in your diet. And I hope this has helped you. And remember, it's not impossible to eat enough protein as a vegan. It's your strategy and the effort that matters. Hope this has been helpful. Let me know if you've got any questions. Reach out to me. Follow me on Instagram at The Climbing Dietitian. And I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.